This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A bipartisan contingent of lawmakers want to see the EPA raise the bar when it rolls out its highly anticipated blending targets next month. Thirteen lawmakers wrote EPA Administrator Michael Regan urging him to set ambitious targets in the multi-year announcement expected in November. They also say the proposal should include life cycle modeling that reflects an energy department model preferred by biofuel stakeholders. EPA is currently working on a proposal that will set targets for 2023 and beyond of the amount of biofuels set to be blended into the nation's fuel supply. The proposal will mark the first time those levels have been set by EPA on its own, rather than based on volumes set previously by Congress and tweaked by the EPA. The proposal is currently undergoing interagency review at the White House Office of Management and Budget. The letter comes as the National Academy of Sciences released a report today calling for more study of the lifecycle greenhouse gas emissions of the industry, and particularly on methane digesters. Steve Davies has a look at that report in his story on agripulse.com. The upcoming midterm elections will have a big impact on the makeup of the House Ag Committee. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Midterm elections are around the corner, and a farm policy lobbyist says the House Ag Committee could look a little different in the next Congress. Ann McMillan is a legislative counsel at Invariant. Speaking on a webinar today, McMillan says Ag Committee Democrats are facing tough races. On the Democratic side, we have two Democrats retiring and we have 12 frontline members. The front, the term frontline is what we use in the Democratic Party as an uh, endangered member. So 12 is a lot. It's almost the entire committee on the Democratic side, and a lot, a number of them are in really difficult races. I would say off the top of my head that the ones I've would flag as the most concerning are Cindy Axney out of Iowa, Abigail Spamberger out of Virginia, even Annie Custer out of New Hampshire. I mean, there's almost up and down the dais some, some really tough races. Turnover on the Ag Committee is nothing new, and McMillan says it offers a chance for new members to learn Ag issues. We have two competitive um, seats coming out of California, who I expect those folks to be on the Ag Committee in the Central Valley. We have um, a number of folks coming out of Florida and other places where, you know, we could have some really new and exciting and energized um, members of Congress on those committees, which is what we need going into a farm bill. We need people to take up our issues, take up our marker bills, take up um, our, our priorities and make them their own. And it's a great place to find freshmen who are trying to put their legislative portfolio together. The midterm elections will take place on November 8th. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack can expect a list of recommendations to address diversity and equity concerns at USDA soon. Deputy Secretary Jewel Bernal is the co-chair of an equity commission called for by Congress. She says the group is wrapping up its work on a list of things it would like to see from the department. We're closing in on finalizing a set of recommendations to send to Secretary Vilsack in the coming weeks. And earlier this month, we released our DEIA strategic plan that brings life to USDA's core values, those values of respect and dignity, equity and inclusion, trust and integrity, service and results, and science leadership, all of which are foundational pieces to building a workforce that can instill trust in the communities and in the people we serve. 
So we look forward to continuing to listen and learn from our agricultural stakeholders to ensure that we are deploying the resources fairly and equitably. One of the possible recommendations discussed has been to study the replacement of the current county committee structure at USDA's Farm Service Agency, an idea that has been met with some concern among the nation's farm groups. The commission has voted to recommend the inclusion of that idea in an interim report. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.